Hello and welcome back to the Icons of Sin today in person. Chris, yes, we are we are together again. We are. It's been a while since we've done an in-person uh, podcast. So it's definitely been a long time. Been a lot of life changes since uh, the last time we met. Yes. <laughs> and you've been ill loads and, you know. Yes, constantly ill for the past few months. Yeah. Not ideal. No, not really. But um, how are you doing now? I'm good. I'm actually, I haven't been ill for probably about three weeks now. So that's the longest, oh, that's it, longest it's been for a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough, man. But, um, well, I guess, you know, what you've been up to in the world of gaming, what you've been doing? Uh, well, I've actually got back into my Warhammer. Yes, your, your painting of Warhammer, not not video games. Into... Well, it's still, still gaming, because I've actually I met someone at work, not the building site I'm on now, but the one before, who also did Warhammer. Mm-hmm. And we've met up a couple of times and had a few actual games. Yeah. So, but not video games is what I mean, because no. there are Warhammer video games. Oh, there we're are talking about yeah, actual, tabletop, tabletop. Yeah, yes. yeah. But so you're you got back into your 40k, right? Yes, Chaos yeah. Space Marines. Nice, nice. How was your How was your game? Uh I lost. <laughs> yeah, it goes, you know, goes with um, the territory. Well, he he's been playing it constantly, and I haven't actually played a game for probably nearing ten years. Yeah, yeah. So just picking up. Yeah, but it was really enjo- rules, really yeah. enjoyable actually to because I spent ages painting. Uh, to be actually to use those units and in an actual game is really cool. Yeah, man. Because you bought some new units a couple of months back, right? Uh, yes, my Chaos Heldrake, which is uh, basically it's a gorgeous figure, a giant robot demon dragon. Mm, it looked amazing though; like it's I such s- a gorgeous sculpt. Um, and then the paint job you did was incredible. I still haven't finished painting it just because. Have you not? Okay, because no, I um, saw your work in progress was looking really good. So. Uh, yeah, I done. We got like a couple of like weathering passes to kind of finish. I've done it off the now, done or? the top of the wings and most of the body, but underneath and all the little details I haven't even got to. Just, oh, okay. I think yeah. you just took a photo from the best angle, ignoring a bit you hadn't finished. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? You know. <laughs> but um, video game wise, I started playing Subnautica again on PC. Yeah. So there's a story of your subnautica woes i think we've covered on the show before i think we have yes um but you had subnautica on ps4 yeah but somehow your game was corrupted and part of the map was missing the key parts for you to progress well there were there was was the um, island wasn't it the island just never appeared no the island was there and i found the first uh of the alien facilities yeah but, uh, oh, I thought you couldn't find any of the alien facilities. No, I found the first one on the island, and then I was led to believe that there is more, and now I do know that there are more. Yeah. And I went through every part of the map, even on uh, the free play thing, where there's like no enemies just or anything. Literally wasn't there. Like, yeah, they weren't there. There was just it was just uh, where they should be, just a black abyss, which you'd go in and fall through the map, and it would kill you. That's really weird. I wonder if any other PS4 players had that same issue you know i hope so because i don't really want to be the only one <laughs> yeah but now of course you've you were gifted subnautica by your sister yes i was gifted to uh, subnautica uh first one by my sister because it was on sale and yeah. i was complaining that i didn't have any money and she was like have a game like, Thank yeah you. <laughs> which is very nice so now you uh now you do have subnautica on pc a working version you can get 
presumably complete the game now. I hope so. And it's actually a lot easier to uh, play the game on keyboard and mouse. I would imagine so. It was designed for for PC, really. So um, I, I did wonder how well that would kind of scale i'm sure they did a good job um, it was it was good on ps4 but i'm finding it easier i'm not sure if that's just because i haven't played ps4 in quite a while because mine's been dead and i've just got used to keyboard and mouse yeah or if it's just better on keyboard and mouse but either way i'm finding it a lot easier Mm. because obviously when i when i play elden ring i still use a controller for that yeah 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 well but then elden ring is very much based around i i would probably play Elden ring with a controller to be honest if i was going yeah to. It's, it's weird because like things like call of duty now i will play with keyboard and mouse whereas i used to just use controller yeah and then there's games like uh like El- Elden ring and the witcher witcher and, 3 i i would i would yeah. play always play with a controller because it just it's, it's weird it doesn't quite work with a keyboard and mouse as well uh some games are just designed that way in in the same way i would personally and I know people do, I would never play an FPS with a controller. Never. Um, each to their own. But but there are, to my mind, there are clear games that are designed that way. And I think, you know, Elden Ring's one of those, like, it's designed for a controller. Yeah, but like with the F- FPS, now that I'm getting used to keyboard and mouse, I'm like, this is so much better on FPS games. Yep. But if I, if I was going to go back and play like Borderlands or something, I reckon I'd still use controller. Well, interestingly enough, one of the news items we were going to get to, but we may as well get to it now. Ooh. I believe right now, Borderlands 3 is free on Epic. Ooh, that's... So, uh, they're doing a lot at the moment. They're, they're releasing like a mystery game every couple of days. So uh, I hope that's still going to be free tomorrow when I get back from... Yeah, Friday. I think it's free for a week. So, that's uh, good. That's yeah. the only one I haven't finished. No, well, it's the only one I haven't played at all. So actually, I, yes. I actually grabbed it this morning, so... Oh, well, I I did get it on PS4, and I think I played it for about two hours. And then your and, PS4 was dying. And, yeah. Yeah. So I sold it, because I, I wasn't going to... Well, of course, yeah. Because I, I basically had, like, 80% of my PC bits by then, so I wasn't going to fork out to get a new to, PS4. To fix a PS4 when your yeah. PC's on the way, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> so, definitely... Go- oh, that's too... That's, you can do the drop-in co-op play on that well you? i was thinking that actually we could do some uh, some dropping co-op that would be, be cool yeah yeah I'm, I'm well up for that so uh yeah so how are you getting on with subnautica how far are you now um i'm only a couple of hours in because obviously i'm juggling the games i'm playing because i you're still Elden ring yeah i'm on my obsessed. second I, yeah I'm on my second <laughs> playthrough i'm just, just sort of taking my time exploring absolutely everything dude by the time i get to play Elden ring everyone's going to be so bored of Elden ring and i'll be like Hey, it's new to me. Well, no, because um, I still play Dark Souls Three. Um, yeah, I'm on like, well, I was on my like eighth playthrough. Mm. So it's, it's just one of those games like uh, Dark Souls Two and Three. Like the first one, I played through twice. Second one, I loved. Everyone yeah. hated. Third one, I played through so much. So I think Elden Ring is going to be the same. Yeah, there's just going to be because there's so many different. I think there's like six different endings, and you have to do different things. Sure. So where where so you've had Elden Ring for two months now month mm, one of them yeah in, month and a half month and a half let's go in the middle month and a half so it's probably a bit early but where would you rank it you know if you're including Dark Souls if we're saying like the Dark Souls games are included where where do you kind of rank in the Souls like games slash Dark uh, Souls games I'll, I'll I'll go best yeah I'm just curious where it kind of I'd say. Sits. 
Dark Souls 3. You're number one. Yeah. Elden Ring. Okay. Dark Souls 2. Right. Bloodborne. Dark Souls. Okay. Did you ever play Demon's Souls? I haven't played Demon Souls yet. No. There's a remaster coming, right? Yeah, well, the allegedly, rem- the remaster is out on oh, PS- it's out. Okay. It's on, on PS5. That's interesting because I remember they talked about it, and then I never knew it got released. It was kind of like it yeah. just passed me by completely. No, it got. Uh, it was one of the first games I think to come out on PS5. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. But yes, I, I would. I would rank Elden Ring. Your number one, uh, well, number two, sorry. number two. Yeah. Yeah. Just Dark Souls 3, there's something about it that's just the replayability. Even though it, it does get samey, it's just... I don't know, there's just something about it. Mm, yeah. And then obviously with, with Elden Ring, you've got that... Open world. Incredible yeah. open world. D- different endings, different storylines. There's so many side quests that I missed or didn't complete because I didn't do it in time or I did something mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, there's just so much to do. Yeah, yeah. fair enough, man. And then uh, obviously, yeah, so your your two hours into subnautica so i'm guessing you're i'm trying to i'm trying to think where i would be a couple of hours into subnautica i guess you've stopped the issue of the ship exploding uh are you there yet or are you i think it's just exploded oh no i mean the radiation stuff when you've got to kind of go deal with that stuff uh well it's just exploded i haven't again i've just made the radiation suit but i'm right uh going i Made a mobile vehicle bay, is that what it's called? Yeah. And to make I, the, the mini thing. Yeah, the Seamoth. I've been looking I I've got two out of three fragments, so I'm looking for the third one before okay. I start that. Yeah. And I need um one more fragment of the uh laser car. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not, not too far in, but um oh, I love that game. Enjoying so much. it. Do you know it, you know, as soon as you said it's it's one of those games that like as soon as you said Hey, I'm playing Subnautica again. In the back of my mind, I was like, I want to play Subnautica again. Maybe I should start playing Subnautica again. Um, I was looking actually. There is a there is a mod for co-op for Subnautica. Oh, is there? Yeah, I'm really hoping that. Uh, I don't know if the expansion does. I don't think it does, but I really hope they release a co-op Subnautica soon because that, that would, would be, be really fun. Like that if, would be fun if Subnautica two, like the full second game, was co-op. I, uh, that would be so much fun. That would be awesome. Um, I must admit the. Um... I mean, I love the isolation, but yeah. I, I, I think it would be so much more... It would be a lot of fun. Definitely co-op. Um, you'd want it to scale, like, so yeah. the difficulty ramps up if you've got more. Um, but yeah, it would be really fun. Yeah, but, uh, just because you mentioned Borderlands 3, this, like, Subnautica, the artwork sort of reminds me of Borderlands-ish. Not kind quite of, as cartoony. I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean, Borderlands has always been quite cel-shaded and it looks like a comic book, doesn't it? Whereas... Subnautica, not so much, but I can see what you mean because, like, the models are very, yeah, kind of almost cartoony in in a way. And e- even like the uh, the monsters and creatures, kind of, mm. they, they feel Borderlands esque. Yes, although more terrifying in places, yes. depending on the creature. But you know, one of those things, and we've said this many a time on this this podcast. Uh, one of the things I absolutely love about Subnautica is that scaling, and you're like. Oh, that's the most terrifying creature in the game, and then you you progress a little further. Like, oh no, that's the most terrifying. Like uh, the forest. Oh, yeah. where it's like you know you think <laughs> that's terrifying. Wait until you get you know, and and the deeper and deeper you go in Subnautica, the more terrifying those creatures become. What uh, is the absolute maximum depth you can go in Subnautica? Um, well, once you've got the uh, the final the sub thing, is it Behemoth thing? 
can't remember what it's called now. Cyclops. Cyclops. I forget the name of all of them now. It's been it's been a long time since I played it. Uh, you can go pretty damn deep then. Can you just go all the way? I don't know. I don't know because I never um, managed to get all of the depth upgrades. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think the furthest. I mean, I completed it, so I, 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 you know, at some point. I think the furthest I got was with a sea moth, and I think I got down to about one thousand meters. Yeah, Cyclops can go further. That's kind of why oh. you build it. Um, okay. But the, the Cyclops is huge as well, which is what made me think like co-op would be really fun. Because then as well, with the bigger subs, you could have like uh, different systems that need to be used, you know, need to be commanded. And then you could have like, you know, if you've got an extra player, they can do this system or you work that system or, you know, it'd be really fun. It's so it much would. fun. And then you could, games uh... that like really need multiplayer that don't, you know, oh, yeah, but... like Fallout 4. We've always said like Fallout that 4 would be, would amazing. be that... amazing in co-op. Um, and we've, you know, again, there's mods for it, but I just wish they'd do a, an official release. I guess they were like, at the time, they were like, nah, Fallout Online, Fallout 76, we're going to make you wait for that. And obviously and that, that didn't just work tanked. I hear it's a bit better these days, but well, um, I, don't I don't know. I haven't played it. I'm not going to buy it. So until they give it to me for free, I will not be finding out. I paid full price for it on, I know, re- a lot on of release day. I was tempted. I was tempted. I'm, I'm not much of an online gamer. Uh, like in terms of i i don't i I quite like co-op games i'm not a big like mmo guy so other than like ultima online yeah although i do have eso now and it is is really good fun actually i'm I'm enjoying it um it's a bit grindy but it's 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 fun to us (laughs) yeah i'm not much of a grinding person i get bored very fast with with grinding stuff oh there is Um, a pretty good storyline to eso as well yeah that's the thing so the missions seem quite samey at the moment but i'm very early level um but i i will say it does have the attention to detail that, that the older scrolls have when it comes to its lore and its storytelling and i like that i've also really thoroughly enjoyed because it takes place Ooh, oh i don't know how many years i want to say like a hundred or so years before morrowind i've really enjoyed going back to uh Sedanine. is it Sedanine? um the the area that you're in 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 uh in Morrowind, and just seeing that that whole oh, Sadenin might be the town actually, uh, the first town. Um, but going back there and seeing it like a hundred years before the events of of Morrowind, uh, that's really fun. And kind of seeing the same locations but different, um, like the temples are just being built and things like that. It's like that's nice attention to detail. I like that. Um, it kind of loses me with some of the nonsense crap that you see walking around, um, like there you're walking around and there i've always felt like i mean early on elder scrolls was very uh it, it was it was very much like cookie cutter rpg stuff but once you start getting to eh, not so much daggerfall but morrowind just started finding his feet and you know between oblivion and uh, oblivion and skyrim you started getting a clear idea of what the world is and how it looks and you walk around ESO and you get that feel. You're like, yes, I'm in an Elder Scrolls game. And then you'll see some bullshit mount or, you know, bullshit, like, familiar. <laughs> and you're like, that's just a fucking, such an MMO character. It just looks blindingly, it, it just stands out a mile from the rest of the game. And it just kind of, you see things, you're like, yeah, that's really, that's just MMO bullshit there. Well, like, my, you know? my old character. But that's just me. I mean, that's just my, me. My um, old character on PS4, what is it? Because uh, like, you played like thousands of hours on that, right? Yeah, it's like champion rank two hundred and fifty. Yeah, my uh, 
summon was this big like daedric demon thing and my mount was this absolutely huge armored wolf <laughs> right yeah. so i was one of those yeah, people yeah no no everyone is so so when i'm playing everyone is and i get it um and again you know oh i also had that... an armored bear I could right but and the thing is that might be what you like and that's cool right i just saw it's a cool. giant because i was on my horse for ages and then i went into the I paid for it, like real money. Of course, I went into the store. I saw, see. Um, how, I, I'm curious what you think about that. We'll get back to that, though. I don't want to don't want to lose your your story there. But I'm I'm curious what you think about that. My opinion on buying things in game with real money is that if I'm spending enough time on a game and I'm getting enough enjoyment from a game, then I'm willing to invest more money. My my view on that is if i'm going to put uh, real money into it on top of what i've already paid on for top the game of, yeah so you paid for the base game if if it's just something like cosmetic or mm-hmm. just um something cool yeah then yeah but if you actually have to pay money to like complete the game then no oh no no that no no, no absolutely that that's bullshit so yeah cuz there's, there's there's some games it's like oh yeah you can you can grind here for ages or you can buy the the super dagger of infinity and beat the game do you know there's there's some really weird stuff like that I've, I've i've always been puzzled by that i remember 2k with their um wwe wrestling games a couple of years back i want to say like 2014 ish 20 maybe 2016 they they started doing this thing where like you buy the game and then you've got like downloadable content and then there was an option in the downloadable content where if you paid like eight quid or something it unlocked every character in the game. And I'm like, so basically you're just, you buy the game, I don't know, 40 quid, and then you pay an extra eight quid to immediately complete the game that you've just bought. And I'm like, what's the fun in that? Like, I want to unlock, like, I like unlockables and I like going on my, you know, working to unlock things, you know, um, that that kind of sucks, you know? It's like, oh, I just pay money to basically end the game I've just spent a fortune on. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't get stuff like that. But like games like um, like Elder Scrolls and like Call of Duty that I put a lot of time in, like Call of yeah. Duty, I've 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 bought the Battle Pass like a few times. That's quite good value for money though, isn't it? Because the Battle Pass you get quite a lot with that. Yeah, and if you do it, because you can still earn like the quad points, which is the currency that you buy to buy the Battle Pass with. Yeah. Um, if you do it, because you can earn the quad points um through like missions and that. And then sometimes if you buy the battle pass, it give you like more yeah. coins. So when the next one comes out, you've got enough coins to get the next battle pass without actually spending money. Makes sense. Yeah, but I, I've I've bought that for like cosmetics or or like guns and skins and stuff. And ESO, I was uh, I did, I think it was like two years. I subscribed to the ESO plus. It's probably not called ESO plus. Whatever, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, so like every month or so you'd get extra like crown points or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, you'd get like scrolls for fifty percent extra XP and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but yeah, that's when I was looking through the store and just lo- looking at like what well, oh, what different mounts you can get, and I just saw this giant this like <laughs> why gi- not? I want a giant armored bear. The, the, yeah. This this giant like arctic dire wolf this uh-huh. armored i was just like yes <laughs> i i don't want to i don't want to ride one of the horse anymore i want a giant arctic wolf with mm. armor it's one of those things with elder scrolls online though where i'm like I, i'm 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 really i am enjoying it now 
but you do have to like really like it, it it gets you have to be very specific for me i have to be a very specific class to make the game work enjoyably for me um i have to ignore a lot of the bullshit that's just going on around me when i'm trying to play it this is my problem with mmos this is why i think for me like mmos are not really for me because like you know like i said I'll, I'll see some fucking dude walking around with you know with, with, with it, some dragon thing like a, bit, a big demonic dragon next uh, flying behind him on, yeah, on a big like, armored wolf in glowing armor and you look go, oh shit that's chris <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah that's the thing I'll, I'll be walking along in you know somewhere in in tamriel and then all of a sudden i'm like oh now i'm in world of warcraft for you know the next 10 minutes yeah i get um, that i get that you know and and like like i said the first time because i i i did that like it was like a free trial of elder scrolls online and i, I started playing it and i i picked a, a stealth class and i was like this yeah. is bullshit like th- why even give that option on this game it's broken it doesn't work i mean it i mean it does work actually i mean technically it works so if you're being stealthy you can do stealth attacks and, and it will roll for stealth but like you've got 50 other players in the same fucking room doing stupid shit the whole time you're doing it it's like it just breaks it it's like why did you even introduce that class it doesn't work yeah well my um, uh, my go-to class has always been um like even even with dark souls and games like that it's always been heavy armor big two-handed sword run in as yeah, a that, tank. That, that's the class you like to play i quite like to play uh, a, a stealth archer in in um see in those games ESO, ESO does have if you level up the bow you do get some pretty fucking sick like oh no no things. i'm sure like you because the but beginning you know my one, other issue one, you, you know fire... my other issue with the archery is that it's auto aim and i hate that mm, yes that annoys me because I, I got to the point towards the end of my free play i was literally just purposely aiming like two meters above people's heads and just because it would and i was like this is just the dumbest thing you know like all skill is removed um and also it's weird uh, one of the things i found weird and and like i've got used to it now and i actually i actually really like it it's kind of cool um it's like you get these like way overpowered abilities like really early on um to where some some classes some take oh at least the class i've picked so i picked uh it's like a a templar knight kind of class i can't think oh yeah i picked that that was my first right templar so it's an awesome fun class to play as but it's really funny because within I, I want to say within an hour of playing, my like left click normal attacks with whatever weapons I've got pointless. Don't need them. Did Literally you? Did you get anymore. the? Um... I've got the spear thing, the like light spear that you can That's throw. The best one. And no, I know because I've now got other things as well. I've, I've, I'm early on, so I'm just you know I'm like level five or six, so it's early on. But like already, I'm like there's no point in me. Like you get a new weapon and you're like great, but it's nowhere near as powerful as me throwing this yeah. like spear of light i'll, I'll tell you what i'll tell you what the best one is you know, for um the temp the templar because that's what i'm championing mm-hmm. like like fucking 200 and something yeah is. it's a fun class i'm uh, enjoying it because because it is like a, it's like a tank it is yeah 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 so but, that, but this was the thing because the last time i tried i was like i'm gonna go archer stealth i hate auto aim that annoys the shit out of me as a pc player just me each their own um and i hated the fact that you can't be stealth well you can technically be stealthy if but, no one else is around. but your immersion is broken when you're being stealthy but everyone around you or someone just runs into the temple and starts killing things in front of you like it's stupid so i was like i'll do the opposite and now i'm enjoying the game a lot because i was like i'll be a templar 
you know, is a tank character. I'm just going to go in and obliterate everything. No stealth. You know, play to the game strength. And I am really enjoying it. But go on. So the, be- so the best skills because obviously champion rank like 200 and something. Like every time you level up, obviously your health and magic go up. Yeah. And they go up a bit more because you are a melee character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're designed to. So at the level I am, my health bar is huge and my magic bar is huge. And you get this thing. It's basically you hold your hand out and it's just a constant beam of like <laughs> holy energy. Nice. And it will not stop until your Magicka bar is de- right. depleted. Right, so if you put and everything my, into Magicka, you're just at like... My, at my level, I can hold it there for literally about quarter of an hour real time <laughs> and demolish anything. It's broken at this point. Although I guess when you're that level, you should be... You should basically be a god. I mean, like a demigod. Yeah, you know. well, there's also the meteor shower that you can call in. Yes, I've seen footage of that. Obviously, I, I still can't do that. At the moment, I've got, like, the spear thing which you can throw, which is thing. really fun. Is that the one that you, you throw it up with the circle and loads of them come down? No. So it's the, I guess it's the first version. Oh, right. Uh, so you, you kind just... of summon it, throw it, but it's really good because it's got knockback, so it'll knock enemies back. So if you've got, like, multiple enemies coming out, you can throw one of them. That'll knock one back. And then uh, the other weapon, the no. other thing I've got now is the this, like, an energy axe thing, I think. Yeah, but also you can you can change the skills, can't you? Cause, yeah. Uh, you can level it up like this way. There's mm-hmm. like pathways for the skills. Yeah, which is great. For the spear one, I think I did the, the more like aerial one where you... It's like you, a bombardment You, you target spears. the circle, you throw it up, and just loads of holy spears come down. Nice. Nice. There's also, for that massive like holy beam, there is a... You can go one path, which just makes it really powerful. You can go another path that just splits off into two. So you can attack two enemies. Okay. And I was just like, nah. Full damage. <laughs> just just right up. Yeah, right. no, I've ran into some boss fights and just like where the proper boss fights with the massive health bar across the screen and just went for about a quarter of an hour. <laughs> How it, fun. It has a bit of pushback as well. So I yeah. just stood there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's 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 a fun game. Um I I am enjoying it now. Um, I need to get back to it because I was um Well we were gonna we were gonna meet up at some point. Yeah, some. I need to uh, I still haven't actually logged on to see what character I made. I know I haven't played it you for have too to long. You have to sit through the hundred and fifty gig download first. Oh it's already installed. Oh good. because uh, <laughs> I, I have have played it on PC before, but I think only for a few hours. I must admit, this is like the old man in me. I mean I have you know, got games over there that are like a couple of kilobyte in size. Um, so you know, but oh my goodness, these days it's like. I mean, you still got a TV these... with a fucking VHS thing in it. Yeah, well, you know, got to play the Commodore sixty four somehow. <laughs> you know, hey, re- like you will, I, I will always argue, you cannot play retro consoles without a retro TV. Like I, I've got one upstairs, one down here, and yeah, it's it's, it's needed um, because it looks awful on a flat screen, and also you get a lot of delay with um, modern TVs. The delay between retro consoles old consoles and the tv is, is unplayable you'll notice it's like seconds off you press a button and it'll be like a second off the, the oldest console i own but you're a, lot, you're, a, you're a lot younger than me you know i'm an old boy um hey, but I'm, I'm almost 30 now almost yeah. two, two years away <laughs> yeah well you know i'm like three years from 40 so Two years from 40, actually. This <laughs> June's coming up. Uh, yeah, I'll be 48 this, uh, 38 this year. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so... Um, still young at heart. Always. I'm still playing fucking video games and acting like a child. <laughs> still collecting fucking toys of Godzilla and stuff. I don't think I'm going to grow up anytime soon. You know. 
If I look around this room, I can't really say I've grown up yet. Yeah, good. Because if, if you do decide to grow up, then this podcast is fucked. You'll just have to take it on. If I ever grow up, you can have it. I'll write it somewhere. <laughs> In your will. If I grow up, then Chris and Daz can just inherit the icons of sin and just go go for it. Um, it's 50% yours anyway. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it's uh what were you talking about? I can't again? even remember now because you <laughs> no idea. You started me on. Oh yeah, I'm used to like game. Like I said, I'm used to games on C64. They're a couple a couple of kilobyte in size, you know. And you know, I don't mind. I can sit through a tape loading for you know ten minutes or whatever. Um, but oh, we want to download download. But downloading, right, oh man, some of these games these days. I mean, I love them. Like I I I I think Red Dead Redemption Two. Once you get past the the hand holding for the first hour and a half great game amazing immersion um so many of these games are fantastic but my god like like when you get to the games like uh doom eternal was one that was like a hundred odd gig and then like another 30 gig patch on top and then elder scrolls online is like 150 200 i think destiny was about 100 destiny 2 sorry um, um i don't know because uh on uh ps4 destiny 2 took a long time to install yeah but like because I, I keep comparing my... I'm not going to say new PC, but it is new PC. It is new. I keep comparing that to my PS4, and I'm just like, wow, this was so fast, but then I'm think, I, I keep forgetting, PS4, I bought for about 400 quid. I've put almost two grand in this, into this PC. Well, I'd be a also, bit sad if it wasn't fast. <laughs> and also, it depends what you're using, because uh, uh, it depends what service you're using. Because I, I can tell you now, I installed the game, and we'll get to that in a moment. I installed a game yesterday, right? Using Epic, right? Epic and Steam are both like this, though. Epic will literally cripple this PC from practically doing anything on the internet while it's downloading. It will suck all of the internet's power to download as fast <laughs> as possible to the point that like you know even loading like a youtube video is like oh wow it, it's <laughs> literally but it will download it damn fast it's like okay it's, it's really quick i think there is a setting where you can throttle it but i'm like no i want it as fast as possible it's fine <laughs> you know see when i when i got um elder scrolls online for the first time on, on playstation 4 it took two full days to install an update oh, dude i remember those dude i remember the days of dial-up uh i, I yeah i remember yeah but I, I had to put like my playstation like kind of in sleep so it's still on it can still download yeah wasn't, it, like, i think it probably active. downloads slower in sleep as well but yeah well i couldn't have it just on. on no no um but then when i got elder scrolls on my pc with all the new updates and everything that they've added two hours yeah it was in yeah 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 i mean it is it is a lot faster yeah um, two hours compared to 48 hours <laughs> it depends on the architecture as well because I, I know that some um, i suppose when i did originally install elder scrolls on my ps4 uh at my dad's house before i moved away when we had shit internet so that might be that it and will now, be now obviously since i moved away and moved back i have a pc with uh ethernet mm. it depends on the 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 setup on the system as well because i know for example cyberpunk we were getting updates on pc and even um like elder scrolls uh skyrim the uh anniversary edition that they released i remember seeing things i was either cyberpunk or that that had a thing where it was like if this is on pc it's like a three gigabyte download 
if it's on PlayStation 4, it's a 20 gigabyte download. <laughs> so it depends, like, different different uh, platforms have very different architecture and, you know, the, the setup for those things is quite different. So it might have just been way bigger on PS4 Maybe. than it is on PC. But internet helps i mean like having good internet now yeah. you'll definitely notice that difference but. yeah well when when i actually but there are to... games in my library since you know uh my old pc died had to to replace the pc there are games it's a in very my... nice looking pc by the way thank you yeah it's, it's... oh dude it's, it's... not enough rainbow colors there are rainbow colors they're just turned off there's not enough of them they're turned off yours is a nice mellow red mine is like yeah. un- unicorn vomit but as i explained to you <laughs> especially in my life now i've reverted back to my 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 single life my i bachelor days my my normal life i've reset back to my normal sleep pattern so i'm up at like four in the morning i'm playing games by like four thirty-five. so I, I need something I don't want too bright first thing in the morning you don't, don't want, want unicorn, blinding you don't light want unicorn like vomit five in the morning <laughs> no which is what I would describe my PC as unicorn vomit yeah but you it's love just, it you, you I love do. all that stuff which is cool man but, well, I, I for me for... I mean you, you saw my old PC which it was just a black monolith a black monolith <laughs> which I was tempted I was tempted to reuse was, the case but I was like well, I'm, no, I, I was tempted, but I, I've decided I'm going to donate most of that PC to my parents, so uh, I'm going to let they can have the monolith. Um, but I, yeah, so this is this is this is pretty bright for me. I, you know, the opposite of what I used to have. Yeah, right? well, when obviously when I was building my PC, I wanted like the nice like white bright case. I do like I, those white cases. I've got my nice white fans, my night well, nice white all-in-one cooler. And because it was all nice, bright, and looked fresh, I wanted that the RGB. Because yeah. when I, when Aaron was helping me put the shout out to Aaron again, we love you. Yeah, Aaron, dude. I feel like we need to. I feel like I need to apologize for like the the way life has been for both of us over this last. I want to say since probably Christmas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are trying to get back to a regular goddamn schedule. Yeah, we really are. And live streams and everything else. I, I really. It is like a goal to get back to normal. Yeah, it's a goal for both of us because we, yeah. we, well, like, we love doing it. Both of us got something going on at any one time at the moment. Yeah, like, we love doing it. We love we love playing games together and recording together oh, man, and doing the live streams. But it's just, it's either something wrong, so, uh, something going on busy, in life. I'm ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when Aaron was putting the list of components together for me, because obviously I was a complete novice at building computers, yeah. he was like, RGB or no? And it's like, yes. All of it. You were like, what does RGB stand for? No, I knew what that stood for. <laughs> then yes, I want it. No, but it's like, yes, we got me um, put, well, put Because you've list. got the RAM sticks with lights on as well, Oh, right? yeah, I got four sticks of uh, Corsair Vengeance Pro with uh, RGB. Yeah. Um, See, I not bother with any of them. Yeah. Cor- Corsair <laughs> RGB fans, Corsair RGB all-in-one cooler. Uh, just everything has RGB. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, which is fair enough. You know, each to their own. I, I, I see those things, and you know, there's a big scene for that, like your vape, which you're using right now. Like, there's a massive scene for like vape modifications and all of that stuff. Same with PCs, man. There, there are shows that people take their PCs to just to be like, look at how pretty my PC is, you know, which is fine. You know, well, because cool. this, this is my first like proper gaming PC. Yeah, you want to go go all out. 
I know. I've, I've just always just I've, I've seen people's PCs. And I, I kind of I like the lights. I like the aesthetics. Yeah. So when I was building mine, I was like, yes, I want all of it. All of it. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you're spending the money. You want to get your? Uh, uh, I love the way it looks. Get I, your money worth. No, I personally think my PC looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh no, no, it does. It looks awesome, man. It's it's really cool, and it's so fun because we've been doing this show for so long, and and you know ever since you started when Daz you know had to step down. I need to speak to Daz actually and see if he wants to come back as a regular. Yeah, um, but he's moved back to he's back in back in the Wales now. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, since you took over, it's been like when I get a PC, when I get a PC, you know, and it's so nice because now you actually have one. I'm um, living well, the dream. For a few months, it was when I get a new graphics card. When I get a new yeah, because yeah, you had everything but the graphics card at that. But point. now it's well, I suppose if I have to say. Um, when I get a, it's going to be when I get some decent monitors, but it that that's not a no, that's not no. a barrier to no. Play. It would be nice to have some better, like higher resolution monitors with better f- refresh rates, but mm. the two monitors I got, I, I'm quite happy with. Yeah, I mean this this monitor is really good. This one's not so good. Um, I, I've got one that's about. But the thing is, I never buy PCs or or any of this stuff. It's for video editing rather than yeah. um, rather than gaming. Which is another thing I will well, be announcing this one weekend. Of, one of my monitors is a second-hand one I got off my dad, which is about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And the monitor, the second monitor I picked up, just so when I'm streaming, I could have, like, OBS Studios. Because, you know, remember when we were streaming... Um, well, you want it on a separate screen. It's yeah, annoying Yeah, when I was streaming Destiny, and it wasn't the right size, and I yep. had to quite mm-hmm. keep, like, minimising it. And then, literally, I picked up that monitor... Uh, second it's all you need. Chuck it on the second screen. Well, you're you're diamond. I, I picked it up from Cash Cooper. It's a twenty quid. Yes, yeah. it's like TV slash monitor and didn't have a controller. But I'm like, I've got a Samsung TV. The remote mm-hmm. works for this. That I'll Samsung TV was my second monitor for years, years and years and years, uh, and it served me perfectly fine. It, it you know it's fine because at that point, especially when you're streaming, all you need is just to chuck it on the other side and have it there. And yeah, it's just fine. to make sure everything's just right. to make sure things are working. Occasionally, you'll see a comment come through, reply, whatever. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> no, I I am so bad with OBS Studios and setting it up that if I'm streaming, I don't know how to have the comments come on that screen. So I actually have to open a browser on Twitch just so I can see my own twa- chat. Twat. Yep. My, own <laughs> my, twat. Own, my own chat. Because <laughs> like I don't know how to do the overlay. I know how to stream. Mm. I don't know how to make. Well, everything... it, it's a learning experience, isn't it? Like anything. I mean, last week was the first time I've done a multi-camera setup with Streamlabs, and it worked okay, you know. But it, it is a learning experience, you know. Uh, I had Mira here as a guest for the X Curse, and I was like, "Do you want to do it on camera or audio?" And she was like, "On camera." And I was like, "Cool." And in the back of my head, I was like this could be a disaster because I've never tried doing this before. Like, you know, I was testing it in the morning. I was like, well, in theory it works. It worked all right in the end, but it's like anything. It's just learning. I can show you how to do overlays. That's not a problem. Yeah, I think the, the next major upgrade to my setup is going to be a like a good microphone. Yeah. Either thinking of... You um, will notice when I got this microphone, the difference immediately in audio was like astonishing. You, you will notice the difference. I was thinking of either the HyperX Quadcast or one of the uh, Are you Rode? looking for like a USB? I don't mind if I have to get a audio interface. I right. don't mind. You just need to bear in mind that it is an extra cost. 
because a lot of microphones you'll be like wow that's a really good microphone but then you need to bear in mind you might be adding like 50 to 100 quid on top for yeah, a decent in, yeah. you know um so it, it can be it can add to the cost uh, but i will say having gone that route when i left radio i was like okay we're if we're me and matt at the time you know i, I left doing um radio with danger left danger zone left doing the movie show so okay we're gonna do the movies made us do it do it from my house pre-covid back when you could just meet people in your house and it was never an issue um i was like okay well we'll do it and we'll do it properly and we you know invested and and you know got a got i already had microphones but i had microphones and i got the mixer um so obviously when i got this microphone great quality i already had the mix i already had the uh, the external so it was fine but it is like a one of those hidden costs that you don't necessarily think about well i'm not sure if if the HyperX quad 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 cast i can't fucking speak today i'm not sure if that's usb or needs an audio interface it will tell you well if you I, look at the, the, I've, the I've, I've been looking at them but not like the specs because i'm obviously you remember you know chloe don't you yeah she, well i don't know her I, i've never met her but i oh, I, I know oh. of her oh. <laughs> like she seems nice she posts on uh gamers unite all the time so i, I know her through her posts ah, right no uh, well, i i know her personally we used to go to propaganda together all the time dude uh, if you're before... gonna tell me that i've met her when i'm drunk that is entirely possible in the uh, past, but I, I don't recall probably haven't she seems nice though. no but she she is she um i think she's changed now but she always used to use a hyper x quadcast mm-hmm. and it's super high quality microphone only about 250 quid which i'm not sure for microphones if that's good or bad mine was that's 30 pounds high end mine was 30 high end <laughs> i mean i spent about 100 on this microphone and it's more than enough however external so you would need to add the, the, the you know yeah. so it, it depends uh, you'll be able to tell because if it's a usb on the end of the connection then it's it's straight into the pc yeah see i, I don't know i haven't looked that far into it i just like oh this is a good microphone just looking at the prices and stuff yeah but some of the road microphones i've been like um road for filmmaking we're getting right into the weeds here but uh for filmmaking i love road uh, my my shotgun mics are all road what microphone would you suggest for good just like good audio i don't know uh, you know I mean, sometimes when we're recording online mine's a bit yours actually sounds pretty good like for what it is because i've got that microphone that was the first microphone most, I most of the time what the, ne- newer, the blue one yeah yeah well no, most, newer? yeah newer no, most of the time when we're recording the podcast i'm using my headset that sounded great last time. You did it on headset last time. It sounded really good. Um, I was surprised because you said you were using your headset. So that actually sounds really clear. Well, it is like 80 quid headset. So okay, well then, yeah, you get what you pay it's, for. Uh, it's um, uh, Rocat Elo. Right, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, Rocat, they're, like, they're a really good brand, to be fair, but they're not very well known. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's a, the audio is amazing. And the, the microphone... De- it it's pretty good. It just depends. Sometimes I hit it, or my hair will hit it because I got a lot of hair. Because it's in your face. It's it's yeah. really close to your face. Yeah, I mean that is just that is well. The issue. Also, the weight of my hair sometimes just sort of, yeah. I'll move it and just like knocks the mic, mm-hmm. and then I don't realize, and then just like you're really quiet. I'm like oh shit. Yeah, it's because it's attached to your face uh, as opposed to you know an external. You know, yeah, and I've also been um, struggling because if I have just a headset on with not. I don't have the mic in because you can take the mic out. Yeah. And I use my external mic. I, we had this problem before when we were playing uh, Left 4 Dead with your friends. Yeah. That was a fun night. 
Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that was a fun night. If I had the headset on and used my normal mic, I could hear myself through it, but you guys couldn't pick up on it because it still registered the microphone from my headset. Yep. And no matter what I could do... I do. Like, honestly, every it. time... The amount of times that I, I phone Matt to, to start the movies made us do it and then immediately hang up. I've done it with you a few times. And I'm like, I've had a Windows update. And every time I do a Windows update, it will decide to change everything back to the... Yeah, it resets everything. I'm like, just accept this is my setup. I've actually gone in now into the uh, into the audio drivers and just removed anything that's not the key things that i use so it can't do it anymore is there's actually managed to stop it now but there was a time when it was constant like every time yeah but i can't seem to figure out how to have my headset on without the microphone but use my external microphone Cause yeah that, it, um, that's just a setup thing yeah because um like obs still picks up my headset even if i've unplugged the mic it still mm-hmm. picks it up as a microphone and won't use the other one even if i set yeah. it to the microphone thing. i could show you here after this show i or i could come around and show you something yeah <laughs> <laughs> um maybe when you've moved and you're set up and and oh, minus oh. alcohol so i might remember <laughs> yeah because if yeah because if you show me now and then i go to a house party i'm not gonna remember <laughs> that's true that's very true Anyway, it's been about an hour, so back to Subnautica. Um, you're, uh, you're, I forgot about that. <laughs> you're having a good time. Enjoying I am, it. yes. I'm enjoying you're enjoying it. it more on PC. I'm interested by that. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm just... Because I've never it. played the console version, but I'm guessing it's effectively the same game. Uh, well, I don't know. I never finished it. But... Sure. As far as you've played. <laughs> yeah, as far as I've played. Uh, it's, I'm finding it a hell of a lot easier to move do around. stuff and move around on uh, PC. Mm-hmm. It runs smoother as well, I would say. It's probably a higher frame rate because of the rig you're using now. Probably. I have no idea what my frame rates are. One of, the, one of the great things about uh, you know, upgrading your PC or getting a new PC is is you probably haven't had this yet because you just went straight to you know having a, a, a top-of-the-range PC. But Well, I, there, there was a few months where I had a uh, £60 second-hand graphics card, but now it's, now, it, now it's a pretty high-end there's, PC. There's that thing of, of upgrading... And then just going into a game and just setting everything to ultra and just being like, ah. Oh, did I ever tell you about the the struggle I had with my new graphics card? Like, installing it. Was your case not big enough? No, the case is big enough. But you know... Um, That's on, like on, usually the problem, you is know, the case isn't big enough. You know, on the, on the, on the back panel, it's, and the graphics card has got those two prongs that they go kind of round the back of the case to mm-hmm. support it. They were too wide for my... The, case the things at the back on the case right so <laughs> how to... have you secured it i got a pair of uh like metal snippers uh-huh cut some of my case off <laughs> but if car. it fits i mean uh, you know <laughs> well yeah i just had to cut back like an inch of my case off. as long as it's supported because otherwise obviously no it it, it, it is it is or, it is supported know. but that's good yeah the actual um i don't even know what you'd call them but the, the things that you take off to make room for the graphics card so we can go in. Yeah, the, I know what you mean. The, the fingers on the graphics card were too wide. Right. So I just had to cut away with some tin snips. Well, if it works, it works. Yeah, it's a bit jank, but... <laughs> you don't show that side. That's the side that goes next to the wall. Like well, here. no, it's, 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 on the, it's on the back, so it's yeah, facing the wall. That's what I mean, yeah. So it's hidden. It's hidden. But I know it's there. <laughs> you do. 
Just don't tell people. You've told everyone now. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> well, I was actually thinking of eventually maybe getting a slightly bigger case because uh, my case has cooling on the top, a thin strip. It's got cooling underneath, cooling down this, well, air, air gaps, I should say. What are they? Vents? Vents, that's it. Along the top, some underneath, uh, some down the side. But the rest is either just straight metal or glass. And obviously it's got the vents at the back. Mm -hmm. So there's not the best airflow. Yeah, I mean, flow is the key thing. Making sure you've got it coming in the right places and out the right places is yeah. the main thing. So I, I've um, been looking at maybe getting a slightly bigger case that I can like upgrade if I want to, but with more space more more airflow through the front more underneath because literally I've, I've got um it's just a solid plate like of metal at the front yeah a thin strip probably about that so you've wide. not got fans at the you've not got um any vents at the front i've got some at the side and underneath but right. i do have fans at the front where my cooler is pulling the air in from underneath Good. and the yeah, side because yeah. that's where my um aio is mm-hmm but literally, the front of the case is just metal. There's no... Oh. Yeah. Interesting. See, my old PC had that, but you could open it. So it had, like, a, a front, and you could open it, and then you could... You, you, know. you can. So, mm. I, I, yeah, thin strip down the side, a little bit of the top and underneath. So the fans at the front with my radiator are pulling air from underneath, from the side and from the top. Mm. And then, obviously, the vents at the back. So, yeah, I'm looking into a case with better airflow yeah but i i have i do keep checking my thermals even when i'm um playing the elden ring and it's, i it's periodically still i'll jump in and just check the, the the heat levels because you'll find as well that that if you're not cleaning it regularly dust will be a problem and you think it ain't going to be a problem but your temperature will just keep going up because of dust so it's always good to keep a check on it just to, to dust it when it's needed and just keep on top of that no I, I keep on top of uh cleaning the dust filters because yeah. i've got removable yeah, magnetic yeah, yeah, ones. yeah um but i do need to get some compressed the fans air. will probably need a bit of a clean as well yeah. compressed air is your friend you just this, spray that in this is what i was gonna fine. say i do need to invest in some compressed air because when it's like turned off i can see this little bit of like black dust on my nice white fans i'm like yep. mm. <laughs> it builds up after a while but yeah i, I am looking at a new case i still want a white case but i wanted to have you want more. a bigger white case. Well, not necessarily even bigger, but just with more, like, airflow. It's good to have room to breathe, anyway. Yeah. And it's nice to work on when it's a bit bigger. I mean, this case is a lot smaller than my previous one. Yeah, I was going to say, it does look smaller. Um, you go for air cooling in your CPU. Mm -hmm. It works fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've never done water-cooled, ever. Um, I've been tempted, but I've just never, never bothered. I, I wouldn't go... I think as long as you... I mean, it's good. Uh, I mean, Mike swears by it. I, I wouldn't... But... Yeah, because we were... He was playing Left 4 Dead with us, wasn't he? He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. talking about my... my yeah, uh, we should get them back on. Mike and Ben yeah. should... Uh, we were talking about me too. building my PC, and he was like, you're going water cooled, right? I'm like, yes. He's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is good. Um, I, I've... You know, I, I get by fine, as long as I've got proper airflow and it, you know... I, I purely did it for aesthetics, like... I know those big, like, fan CPU coolers, they're, they're good, they're efficient, they're quiet. Oh, it does the job, for sure. I don't like the aesthetic of them. Mm -hmm. I like the water cooling where it's yeah, just... Yeah, 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 it looks quite... cool. Yeah. So I, my PC is basically just 
very functional, visual. but also also <laughs> visual and like aesthetically pleasing yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, I've always gone for function over uh, aesthetic. Well, mine but... does function too. It's just mm. aesthetically, it's my yeah. style. Yeah, 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 which is cool, man. Which is cool. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious. It'd be really interesting to hear how you get on with Subnautica because I'm like I've completed it and I'm I'm waiting for you because there was honestly, I. I I have felt with Subnautica more than any other like crafting game because Subnautica ends, and I guess that's maybe the thing because with a lot of crafting games they kind of go on forever. Yeah, but because Subnautica has a, a beginning, middle, and end, I was like, it actually has a plot. It has follow. a plot to follow, and and I found the ending really bittersweet, where I was like, yay, I've done it. Um, but I actually, it, like, I actually spent time to because I built all my fish tanks and stuff, and I had all of that. I actually took the time. I went round and I released all the fish. I turned everything off before I left. You know, I was like properly invested in in the the, in the setup world. and the world that I I created. Yeah, so invested in the world, you're like, I'm going to release these fish. I'm, I'm going to turn everything off. Turn this off so it doesn't hurt. Turn everything harm down before just... I leave. And uh, it was a beautiful moment, but Those it was also a bit sad because it was like I was really. I think that game sucked me in so much with its world. I was like, "This is, you know." Um, so, and it's it's that first it's that first playthrough kind of thing. Like when you finish it, and when you're coming to the end, you're like, "I've enjoyed this experience. I know I can do it again, but it won't have the same thing like yeah. for the first time." So mm-hmm. you you just cherish that ending of the game. Yeah, take your time with it. Well, no, I, I completely saying get that. It. I still haven't played the uh, the standalone expansion. I'm going to have to give it a go because uh, I, I loved Subnautica so much. I, I keep getting tempted to go back to it, but um, I might actually just get the expansion at some point soon and uh, give that a go. Yeah, well... Because I think that one's like frozen. like So I think you can go on the, the, the like frozen areas as you well, can which go is kind on, of interesting. You can go on the... Yeah. Uh, the land, sorry, I just yeah. heard a bump. Oh, there's constant noise here. Just continue. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I heard something above. I was like, we're no, on the top no. floor. <laughs> no, um, we're not. We've got a living room above us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go on the land and you've got your like land speeder and there's little little alien penguins and stuff. Aww. I've been watching, uh, because since I started playing the first one again, I've been watching uh, Jacksepticeye's playthrough on the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks really good. Yeah. It's got a, quite a nice storyline, although everything is like voice acted, as you said. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a fan of but I, For a lot of games, I, I would prefer if my character was not voiced. I, yes. I like to put myself into a character. So when I hear the voice of the protagonist, it annoys me. Fallout 4, I hate that I have to have that goddamn voice. I will say... Uh, there is one game that I don't mind the protagonist being voiced. Well, it depends Witcher on the game. Three. So yes, right? But then you're playing a very specific character yeah. and that's fine. I'm playing Geralt and Geralt's voiced, no problem. If I'm playing, like, you know, an Arkham, if character. I'm playing Arkham City playing as Batman, I don't mind having Kevin Conroy, the best Batman of all time, voice you know, voice the character. But, yeah, fine. It, so but if, if it's playing, an RPG uh, yeah, and I'm playing, creating like, my character... Skyrim, I'm creating my character. I don't want them voiced. Yeah. I don't mind, like, you know, injured noises and things or like Battle that. Cries or Battle Cries. Or Battle Cries. 
but I don't want dialogue. My no, character should be silent. I'm with for you. Me. I'm with I you. On that it one. is a choice, right? But I'm with you me. on that one. I definitely am with you on that one. Mm. Like Fallout, uh, well, Fallout Four is voiced, but yeah, so Fallout Four is the first one that did the voice. The other ones and that stuff of that, where it's they just silent. react to you. It's, it's silent and it's just you text. get the text. Yeah, I get that because I always have. If I create a character, I always have a voice in my mind. Yeah, what that. Depending on what class or stats I put the character on, kind of like if you were creating a D and D character. Yeah, it's kind of like this is this person. This is what they sound well, like. Well, that's this exactly what doing. it is to me. It's, it's a role playing game, and I, I should be able to be my own character. And if you voice it, it takes something away from me. I know it's nice to have fully voice, you know, and I'm all for the NPCs being fully voiced. NPCs, that's yeah, that's that's completely fine. They're nothing to do with me. They're yeah, they they do what they do. But for me, I'm like, no, my my character. I don't want a voice. I just want to be able to select what I want to say, and that's it. This is uh, like another thing that Dark Souls is good at. Obviously, you you never have dialogue trees in Dark Souls, but no. you you talk to people and get information, and they respond as if, as if you've said something, but you haven't. Yeah. But there's there's no like voice or anything. Mm. So it, 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 it kind of goes with the Dark Souls world. Like you're, you're just like dark, gloomy, voiceless person. It's like, hmm, yes, give me a job. Yeah, 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 and that that you know that works. But if yeah, they, if they had put voice acting into your character in Elden Ring, I. But that's what I mean. Really, that would, think that I would wouldn't ruin the whole thing. thing right? Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of how I feel with a lot of games. Like Cyberpunk was another one where I was like, oh, I do not like this character, and I love Cyberpunk now. I think I genuinely think they have fixed that game to where it's something spectacular. I've never actually had an interest in playing Cyberpunk. You see, I used to play. The, the role-playing game Cyberpunk. So I had massive ah. interest from the start. Uh, and I think they've crafted a great world. It's it's a fantastic game. But I do not like the character of V. I don't like a lot of his dialogue. I've not played his uh, the female version yet, so that may be better. I, I probably need to go back and play Cyberpunk with the female version um, because that voice actor may work better for me. Nothing wrong with the voice actor for the male. But it's just for me again. I a I don't want it anyway, and and b I didn't find him very likable as a character the whole way through. And I kind of wanted to at least be like I'm playing. I like to do two playthroughs, right? Do a playthrough where I'm myself, and I'm honourable, chivalrous, doing you know doing my thing, and then turn into an and asshole. then be a complete <laughs> asshole. That's my second playthrough, right? So, you know, when you've got characters, you know, when when my, my character's not in an RPG, when my character's not playing the way I would play in those situations, I find it frustrating. Uh, I've also got another thing about voice acting that, or voiced characters that I don't yeah. like, especially in like single player RPGs, when it's just, you're say if you're exploring or doing something, and it's just a pointless, pointless like vocalization, just like, Oh, it's a bit wet, and it's like just shut up. Just yeah. every, like every ten minutes, they got some like e- exposition to <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. and it's like just stop it. And you, you could crouch up to someone and go, "I bet I can sneak in over there." It's like I know I'm looking at yeah, the entrance. Yeah, yeah, I'm literally <laughs> doing that right now. Yeah, yeah, that is that is really annoying as well. Or if you pick up something, they're like, "Oh, what's this?" I know what it is. I just picked it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Horizon Zero Dawn was bad for that. Oh really? I've not played it still. It is a really good game, mm. but there are just times when you'd get. They say that there was like an enemy fortress thing, so I was going up, and it was at the edge of the map, and I, I was just going to 
like go along this little cliff. I budged up to the edge of the map where you couldn't go any further, and she's like, "Oh, can't go this way." So I know I'm going that way. Yeah, it it's annoying. It's annoying. See, I don't mind like when say if you go into a cold area and they go, "Oh, brr," and sort of. Yeah, reacting to your environment is one thing, but when it is like it's raining, I know. I can see in Horizon Zero Dawn. I sort of I put the controller down to do something. And she was just like, we're not going anywhere. I was like, shut up! <laughs> yeah. It, it's irritating. It's irritating. Um, but yeah, there's a definite balance there. Um, yeah, re- reactions and like pain reactions and stuff like that. And like, say, mm-hmm. like grunts or something from full damage or that. That's fine. Yeah. But random exposition when you're just like walking through a forest and you just go, oh, it's a bit foresty around here. It's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we're in a forest. I put us in the forest. I understand. Get in the bin. Yeah. So, I've been playing a couple of games, actually. Uh, a couple of new games. Well, one game I've played quite a bit of. The the other is installed yesterday. So, um, uh, Mira was is a massive point-and-click adventure. I was thinking uh, of Mira's Edge. No. Um she's a huge fan of, of point and click adventure games classic point and click adventure games one of the things that we have in common and she was suggesting for months and months and months now that i play mages initiation uh which is a game from 2019 um i forget the name of the company but um indie indie game and uh it's awesome i was gonna say we're still playing age of Empires 2 from 1990 something so <laughs> oh yeah yeah no i was just to be clear it's not a because most point-and-click adventure games came from the like eighties, nineties. Yeah, I suppose. To so, be yeah. clear, it's a modern twenty nineteen. Yeah, do you uh, say that twenty nineteen? It's like, dude, we're still playing games from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> still playing games from the seventies, so you know. It's a bit uh, before my time. <laughs> it was before my time, but I just have those tastes. Um, but it's uh, it's a, a proper throwback to the old LucasArts Sierra games of the the early nineties, the point-and-click adventure games. Um, minus if we're talking sierra minus the bullshit instant death traps that tended to happen in things like king's quest where you just go in go into a place and it's like yeah you're dead now oh great start again um none of that so far um but you basically play as like this 16 year old mage um called dark d arc um and uh he sounds like an edgelord but he's actually not an edgelord uh, he's actually quite wholesome um so you're 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 learning to become a mage and you have to go through the trials of being a mage uh in this in this fantasy world and it's really charming it, it really reminds me of like king's quest and like you know or like loom and like those classic uh, point and click adventure games it's got a little bit of um rpg elements where you can kind of uh put your like power into certain things what was um, the name of that um point and click game that was like one of the first like zork zork zork's text-based so zork ah. was a text text image ah, right i thought it was never mind point and click though well you're probably thinking of a different game i'm not sure though maybe i don't know hmm. so zork was a uh, uh, text-based so you type it describes where you are and then you type no that is what directions. i was thinking of yeah uh, this is visual, so it's it's a you know yeah. you, you just select where you go with the mouse and stuff, um, but it it's a wonderful world. The dialogue is really well written. Uh, the acting is fantastic. The voice acting is really good. Um, I I really like 
so it's got a very basic kind of XP thing where you can kind of, you know, level yourself up a bit. Um, and then the combat is like very reminiscent of Blade Runner, the old Westwood Blade Runner game, which I'm a big fan of, um, where you basically like you choose your your weapon and then you can you can kind of shoot it in this case it's it's certain spells but you you go through the trials and you have to select certain questions to determine what type of mage you are and i understand that depending on what type of mage you are it's like elemental so you you go through and you answer it and depending on what answers you give you become that type of mage and you study that type of of magic um so i've done pretty cool to be fair it's really fun so at the moment i'm playing through as a water mage i basically just did answer it as i would myself uh, i think my next playthrough i'll be like i'm gonna purposely try and get something else because i want like to be a fire mage or i want to be a an air mage or an second earth mage. playthrough what does that entail asshole <laughs> i don't think you can be an asshole in the game because it you know it is i'm like, sure uh, you'll find a way <laughs> i'll try and find a way yeah i'm sure um but yeah, it's really fun. It, it's fun to be playing one of those kind of innocent feeling uh, adventure games. There's lots of Easter eggs for classic point and click uh, fans. So I, I highly, highly recommend Mage's Initiation. If you're into the old point and click Sierra games, King's Quest, Space Quest, Quest for Glory, uh, or like the old LucasArts games like Loom or, um, you know, Sam and Max, any of those kind of things, Mage's Initiation is fantastic. Um, and then yesterday, I've got to tell you about the fucking Ubisoft bullshit that I had to deal with yesterday. Oh dear, this here we go. First, this is a first world problem. <laughs> here we go. But anyway, Epic, I went on Epic to download, uh, to, to grab Borderlands 3, because it was free. And then I saw that they're giving away 25% off games. They give a 25% voucher off games. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I've been interested in Assassin's Creed Valhalla for a while. Ooh. Now... The last Assassin's Creed game I played was Black Flag. The best one. The, the best, best one. The best one. Uh, Not just we've, biased we've, because I love pirates. We've, we've discussed this at length. <laughs> my love, your love of Black Flag is fantastic. And I, I, I played my brand new pirate tattoo as I well. Know, it looks awesome <laughs> as well. I told you we should have done this video podcast. Um, I So I played some of the later ones. I've never owned them. I've never played them here. I've you know, played it at a friend's house. And they look fine. Um... Assassin's Creed games got very samey for me and I was like, yeah, it is what it is. And Black Flag was fun because I like being the pirate and doing that stuff, right? Um, but the Viking thing interests me. Yes, so I'm like, no. okay, cool, Vikings. I'm, I'm the same. I haven't been interested in uh, another Assassin's Creed game until Valhalla because I, I, yeah. I do also like my Viking lore and stuff like I that. I was tempted by the Egypt one, but it was so badly mm. reviewed that I was like, oh, okay, fine, it sounds terrible. No, but I, I, I'm the same. But the, the like Valhalla, the Viking one, just... That like pirates, Vikings—they're they're kind of the same thing. It kind of. I mean, there's a lot of pillaging and yeah. Theft. Is, is it isn't yeah. like um, Viking just like old oh, Celtic they, yeah, for pirate? Back like in I, I I believe back in the day, most people were bastards. So yeah, it's it's pretty much yeah. Um, so I was like, I was tempted, and then I saw it was going cheap, and then I also had twenty five percent off on top of cheap. So I was like cool i'll give it a go right so second time this has happened to me now ubisoft will not happen the third time uh because it happened with ghost recon which i got cheap last year um so installed the game 90 gig went through installed on epic try opening the game 
it opens up Ubisoft, uh, U, Uplay or whatever they call uh, it yeah, now. Yeah, Uplay, yeah. It used to be called Uplay, I don't know if it still is. I whatever it's called. Open that up and immediately tried reinstalling the entire game from scratch. I went online, looked it up. Ubisoft support were like basically telling people, yeah, it's a known bug, you're fucked, don't worry about it, we don't give a shit. Just reinstall <laughs> it on Ubisoft. Uh, I tried moving the folder over into the Ubisoft folder. Still wouldn't have it. It was still, even though I copied the entire game over, it was still going. It Basically, it allowed me to verify the installation within the Ubisoft folder because I moved it from Epic and it went, 100%, it's fine, 100%. As soon as I started it, needs to do an update. A 90 gigabyte update. So just start downloading the whole game again. So I ended up basically installing it yesterday, deleting it from Epic, deleting the whole thing, and starting over again this morning on Ubisoft. So um, now that that's done, finally got into uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And so far, really fun. It, it looks good. It looks gorgeous. It's got um, a very cookie-cutter story so far. Uh, your, your village is sacked and you know uh your your parents die and you vow revenge against the the lord the classic that, that Viking killed way. Your, yeah. you know and then obviously you skips ahead and now you're an adult uh as part of a clan so you're rescued as a child by um one of the the i think it's like the son so the prince of this 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 king or lord um as a kid and now you end up working for the lord as an adult um, as I understand it, I think you invade Britain in the game. I think that you invade England uh, as part of. Uh, I think that's what you do. I think you're, the main game is is in England, as I understand it. Well, it would make sense. That's what they did. Yeah. So I haven't got that far yet. Uh, at the moment, we're we're just kind of. I'm still in very much like the first hour of tutorial and stuff. Um, but it's really fun. I mean, it, it's it's definitely an Assassin's Creed game undeniably doing all of the assassin's creed things which gets to a point where you're like it's kind of silly now like it was silly with the pirate thing but now it's even more silly with the viking thing where it's like why am i a ninja because like I'm, <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like i'm a fucking viking but i'm doing parkour and i'm like this is kind of silly um i mean it's all it's like simultaneously awesome but also quite silly um, you know what you just re- reminded me of you know ages ago I was talking about that game Skull and Bones. Still, yes. The, the, like sea-based pirate yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it's been delayed again, but yeah, still coming. Apparently this year. If it comes out this year. Apparently, because I, I I completely forgot, uh, and, I, and then I saw another ad for it like a few weeks ago, and then looked it up, and apparently it's coming out. Dude, I this I, year apparently. I I do not buy. The last game I bought brand new was MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries in 2019 and regretted it. MechWarrior 5 is a game, by the way, that I play probably, in terms of modern games, MechWarrior 5 I probably put more time in than any other modern game. I jump into MechWarrior 5 regularly and I play MechWarrior 5. But that game took about a year before it was good, right? When I got it, it was bare bones and I was like, why... You spent all that money on a game. It wasn't really finished. Now it's fantastic, but it's like a fraction of the price that it was. So, burn. I do not buy games brand new very often. And you don't. You Elden Ring for you was like... The last one, yeah. I'm putting the money in. Well, Skull and we, Bones. We said this even before Elden Ring was out. We, anytime like Dark Souls, anything Souls related come up, I, I would go to Elden Ring. It's like, I, I am buying it yeah. straight away if I can afford it. So Skull and Bones for me... 
that might be a brand new purchase that might be the next one I'm, where i'm like i want it i i want it like immediately because especially because it looks like it's, it's going to be multiplayer as well it me, is no me it is you it's, it's jumping full, into that brand new would be so much fun it's dude. full multiplayer you can like create your own fleet, fleet and but dude imagine like if we do if we do like day one me and you both get in there and we start the game we can do like dual playthroughs on like icons and durst productions we're doing this oh it's gonna be good yes because now you've got pc so now we can do this because before it was always like well what's cross-platform yes. what can we do cross-platform now like we know pc pc now it's can... just what games do we both have mm. so i i'm a hunt like skull and bones oh my god i want to say that has been four or five years of of announcement to like delivery it feels like it's been forever and i've been because like you i'm a big fan of of that that pirate sim game i I used to love pirates back in the day on the c64 the mega drive and the pc um love those games and the thought of finally you know, uh, there was a Sea Dogs. Sea Dogs. I was a big fan of Sea Dogs, uh, which was a PC game that was basically that. Um, I remember. I think the first pirate game I ever played is on PS One called Overboard. Do you remember that? Oh, Overboard's great fun. It's very, um, it's very arcadey kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, Overboard's great fun. I remember that on the, on the PS One. Um, that was God. That was a good game actually. I'd forgotten all about that. You know, it's funny how you forget things and then all of a sudden. I think uh, I like didn't Crazy ask- Ivan. It's a real game. Stop it. <laughs> I've got it. It's, it's on that PC. Um, there, there was, I was talking about in one of my YouTube videos a few months ago. Mm. I said about crazy. I posted I, footage. Yeah, but I, no, yeah, but this, this was this was on like my channel. Yeah, I said about crazy over, and someone commented again. That's not a real game. Stop it. it. I'm like, it is. <laughs> I think it's actually crazy Ivan, but uh, yeah, it is. It is a real game. It's not. It's it's it is what it is. It's a bit of fun. I, I will be honest it's not that great but my no. nostalgia for it is is it's, massive so it's, it's not that great but for some reason it just stuck with me it's fun arcade it, it's a fun arcade game it is but yeah um skull and bones arcade especially action. especially because their their ship battles are going to be based on the assassin's creed uh black flag like yeah. engine yeah yeah like well the, of course the it's ubisoft you, yeah the yeah. way you like shoot your cannons and maneuver your ship it's gonna be fun. I love the ship battles in Black Flag. Me too. And I, I was saying to Ben this morning, we were playing Ghost Recon together this morning, and and I said to him, he was like, ah, oh, you know, I think he said on stream actually, uh, on on that live stream we did with him, where he was like, oh, I didn't like Black Flag because I don't like he's he didn't like the ship stuff. He was like, the ship stuff kind of annoys me. Uh, but he I, said this morning, he was like, no, I totally get it if you like that. And I was like, for me, dude, that was the reason because I was so over assassin's creed by like assassin's creed 2 i was done with assassin's creed no, I just but having the on that, on that left pedestrian when he was like oh when we got your, into your face was amazing no when, when we got to talking about black flags i really didn't like the ship stuff i was like you take that back right now that was like literally the reason i played it uh to be honest because i was kind of assassin's creed annoys me with all the future shit um it really broke the uh the flow of the game first they stopped that first now. and second one amazing mm. third one was the native american one wasn't it with i don't think i've played the third one actually i where... was thinking that the other day i've definitely played the first two i don't know if i've played the third i think one. the third one is where you're like kind of native american right and that's that's it's got a, a good mm. story arc but some of the gameplay features are a bit 
shit. One of the things I will say I'm really glad about Valhalla, and this has probably been the case for a few Assassin's Creed games now because I haven't played them since Black Flag properly. Uh, I'm so glad we're past beyond the need for our character to be wearing a fucking white cloak with a hood because honestly being a stealthy assassin wearing bright white is the dumbest goddamn thing you can wear and it made sense in the early game it made sense the first game it made absolute sense when most of the buildings were made out of sand well and also the period you're in the the attire made sense but when they tried shoehorning it into every subsequent one it's like ah come on i don't mind it as an unlockable but come on see in the early ones i found it made sense because they they took a place in the middle east where most stuff was made out of sandstone, which yes. is quite like, yeah, yeah, yeah. white-ish. Yeah. That made sense. Yeah. Uh, after that, like especially like the ones in the Syndicate in London, it's like, you want to go in like grey or dark blue or something like that. Yeah. If you, even if you get to London now and there's some guy in a white cloak on top of a building, you're going to go, that's a dude. You're going to see him instantly. Yeah, but I think in the setting, like, you know early on it worked now it doesn't so i was glad that in valhalla you know you just look like a viking you've got a hood fine but you know it's part of your cloak and and it's it's a very viking looking outfit yeah they also did that in black flag you start off in like kind of uh blue kind of like royal yeah. Yeah. Royal, royal navy kind of mm-hmm. colors so it's it's not like yeah you were a sailor that fell overboard but you you were the only one in white robes it's no like you got you like your yeah. navy standard clothing mm-hmm. uniform that's what that's uniform the word i was looking for is the word you were looking for so yeah it it's very early days I, i'm just still in the kind of tutorial bit really um but it's fine so far well voice acted um standardish plot so far but we'll see what happens so uh, next time in a couple of weeks i'll, I'll come back and uh yeah you know. let me know if it's uh worth investing in yeah, like I said, I got it cheap. So uh, I don't normally do the Assassin's Creed, but, um, you know, pirates or Vikings pique my attention. So, uh, you know, and as it was going cheap, I thought I'd give it a go. But uh, this has been fun in person. Yeah, it's, it's, been, been, it's nice. been a really, really good podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. Um, was that the cat or? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so uh, you're off to Cardiff. Thanks for popping by. Yeah, um off for john's birthday and for people who don't know john is the other guy i do chon games with so chon chon games chon game what did i say no i was i was making the point there's chris and chon I was like, oh chon. yeah oh yeah chris and john chon. yeah yeah chon games so i thought you were saying chon games like i said it wrong I was like, no 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 i, I was say? just uh, <laughs> i was trying to explain the, the chris and john chon no i literally thought you were correcting me i was like what what did i say no no you said it right <laughs> But um, cheers for coming down, man, on your way to Cardiff. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure. No, it's been a it's been a good time. Has indeed, and uh, well, two weeks time. Yeah, let's, let's try and get this show back on the road. I think. Yeah, but yeah, cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, guys.